What's going on, squad? Welcome to A Vision Includes You. This podcast is where I help you step into your true power so that you can elevate all areas of your life without any regrets. My name is Kevin Vu, and I am an online fitness coach and mindset coach, and I'm on a mission to impact millions of lives across the globe. In my experience, I've helped over hundreds completely transform their lives by unlocking their full potential. It's now my goal to share that knowledge I've accumulated over the years into actionable steps to help you turn your vision into your reality. Now let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of A Vision Includes You podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Vu. I am an online fitness and mindset coach. And today we're going to be talking about the scale. And this is most of the time it could be your best friend, but it could also be your worst enemy. And before we get into today's topic, I just wanted to give some context. And I've been seeing this a lot recently and not just within like my own clients, but a lot of people in general, I feel like we put so much emphasis on the scale. And what do you mean by that? If you're new to my page, again, I'm an online fitness coach. So a lot of my content and a lot of what I do is like coaching people how to like, you know, lose weight, but that's only one component of it. And in order for us to lose weight, I feel like oftentimes when we think of like losing weight, we only think about, okay, we have to lose numbers on the scale. We have to lose pounds. We have to lose kilograms, whatever your form of metric is, it's like that's the only form that you think about. And oftentimes when we don't see the scale going down maybe within a week, two weeks, three weeks, whatever, we get super discouraged. Like we get super discouraged. Oh, I'm not losing weight, which means I'm not making any progress. And coming from like a coach who's been doing this for quite some time now, I can tell you that could not be any more false like that's not that's not true whatsoever and again just because you're not losing weight does not mean you're you're not making progress so before i get into like what you should focus on instead i want to tell you why it's a double-edged sword in the first place for me i weigh myself every single day and i understand after like years of doing this i understand that the number on the scale when you weigh yourself first thing in the morning is just data That number only tells you how much you weigh in that point of time. Like that's all it says. It does not determine your, all your progress. It does not determine your self-worth. It does not determine how you should feel about yourself. Like it is just data. But the, the common problem I'm seeing with a lot of people is that when they see that number, it's almost like a reflection of like their self-worth. It's almost like a reflection of like, how they should feel about themselves. So let's say they weigh themselves the next day and they're up two pounds. It's like, oh, I'm a failure because I gained two pounds. No, that does not mean you're a failure. And when you start associating feelings and emotions to like that number on that particular day, then this is where the scale can actually be a very toxic tool. And that's something I do not want you to fall into victim of. So again, the scale is just data. So just because it went up does not mean you're a failure. Just because it goes down does not mean you're making phenomenal progress. I want you to start focusing on other forms of progress, which I'm about to break down here. And another reason just to kind of like side tangent this conversation into like, why does the scale fluctuate? And number one, scale fluctuations are normal. They're completely normal. Okay. And just to give a little bit more context, just because the scale went up two pounds does not mean you gain two pounds of fat. And for those of you who don't know, one pound of fat is actually equal to 3,500 calories. So unless you ate 7,000 calories on top of what your, what your body needs to maintain its weight, that 
two pounds that you gained overnight is not fat. Okay, it's like highly unlikely. So again, when we're going back to like, oh, you're gaining two pounds. What the, what is that two pounds? What is that two pounds if it's not fat? So let me tell you, there's a lot of reasons why you're, the scale number fluctuates. And we have to understand that number one, weight loss is not linear. And number two, scale fluctuations are normal. Some common reasons is maybe you're a female. If you're very close to your cycle, that's a reason why the scale fluctuates because when you're close to your cycle, your body retains onto water. So that weight that you're gaining, it's pretty much your body holding onto water. What else causes water retention? If you trained super hard yesterday, heavy workouts causes stress in our body and stress causes water retention. What else? Salt. Consuming a lot of salty foods, that causes water retention. Eating a bunch of carbs. And I'm not saying carbs is bad. Carbs holds onto water, right? So the more carbs you eat, the more uh, water that your body's actually going to retain. So this is why oftentimes when people go on keto and they cut out all carbs, they're actually losing a lot of water weight, right? And that weight right off the bat is not all fat, okay? So that's something you have to also keep in mind. Again, there's so many different reasons. Maybe you're constipated. Maybe you have to take a poop. And then next thing you know, you're going to be two pounds lighter. That does not mean you lost two pounds of fat after you take a poop, right? Like we all know that. So body weight is more than just, you know, body fat. Like there's two different distinctions. Body weight is consists of like muscle. There's like your organs. There's like your lean tissue. There's water. There's food, etc. And there's also body fat. Body fat is strictly just body fat. So when, when we say we want to lose weight, it's most of the time we want to lose fat, right? Like we don't want to lose muscle tissue because muscle tissue has many benefits. We don't want to lose that. But getting into, again, when we're talking about like the scale, if you have, if you have a strong understanding that the scale is just one tool that could be useful in determining your progress, then great. You can continue weighing yourself and taking the weekly averages to see whether or not you're on the right track. But if you come across the point where you feel like, oh, all your progress is based on just a scale number. If it goes up, then you're a failure. Or if it goes down, then you are making great progress. Then this is where I need you to like take a step back from the scale because it's actually going to be more harm than good. So what I recommend is like, if you have a strong negative emotion towards the scale, then I would say, okay, don't weigh yourself at all. Like maybe weigh yourself once a month if you really wanted to know. Maybe weigh yourself a lot less. I wouldn't recommend weighing yourself every single day unless you have like a bulletproof mindset in knowing that the scale is just data and that's it. It does not determine anything else. And that's why I'm at. And it's taken me a long time to get to this point. Like I understand that the scale is just data. And as long as I'm weighing myself consistently every single morning, I don't care if it fluctuates three pounds, four pounds, five pounds. I know that I'm doing all the right things and that I'm on the right track. But if you're coming across like, oh, you're weighing yourself every day, it's causing a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress, a lot of headaches, then take a break from it completely, all right? Or reduce the amount of times that you're weighing yourself. It's not healthy. It's not healthy, okay? So that's the clear distinction that I want you to analyze. Where do you fall in that category? Do you feel like you're weighing yourself too much and it's causing you a lot of stress and headache? If so, then cut that down. Stop weighing yourself so much and start focusing on these other 10 things, which I'm about to get into here. But if you're weighing yourself consistently every single day and you feel like you have no issues and you understand that it's just data, scale fluctuations are normal and all that, then yeah, completely, that's completely fine to weigh yourself every single day. Okay. Now moving on, the top 10 non-scale forms of progress that you should be focusing on. 
And it's okay, again, if you're weighing yourself every single day, you can still incorporate these 10 things that is also gonna be beneficial to tracking your progress, all right? So let's get into it. Number one, your energy levels, all right? Energy levels. We all know the benefits of like working out, eating healthy, like these things are all correlated of like boost of energy because just think about it. You're working out, especially if you work out right in the morning, that's gonna set the tone for the day and you're also gonna have a boost of energy. Like that's amazing. Who wouldn't want that? And most of the time when I'm talking to, uh, you know, my clients, if I'm talking to like my family members, my friends, my peers, whoever, and if they live a very sedentary lifestyle, then next thing you know, and they're not making the best choices when it comes to like food, nutrition, etc. And oftentimes they lack that energy, right? So just like moving your body in a way where you're feeling good in the process, but also increasing your energy levels, that could really be a great sign of progress. And that's something you could also focus on. Number two, you can also focus on body measurements. And again, weighing yourself technically is a body measurement, but what I'm referring to is like, if you're trying to build muscle, maybe if you're measuring um, a specific body part that you really wanted to grow, that could be a sign of progress. Or if you're really trying to uh, check your waist, making sure that you're toning down your stomach fat fat a little bit, then yeah, that could be a sign of progress. Like, I've had clients in the past where they did not lose any weight, but if they measured their waist, they've actually lost a couple inches. So that could be a sign of like you burning fat and building muscle at the same time. And that's completely possible, right? Just because the scale is not going down does not mean you're not making progress. So taking those body measurements, checking those inches, etc., are all great signs of like you moving in the right direction. Number three, progress photos. And this is a big one. This is a big one. Oftentimes, if we're just looking at yourself in the mirror, we often feel like we're not changing at all, okay? So this is why if you're taking a photo of yourself in the same conditions, every single, maybe like bi-weekly, weekly, monthly, whatever, and you can take a look back at it, like side by side, you can start noticing a difference. And that's something I highly recommend. For me personally, I have my clients take them weekly. Some clients are bi-weekly, but it's just nice to like take... I look back at like your journey and see how far you've come. My only regret, I'll be honest, is like not taking enough photos. Like when I was at my heaviest weight, I only have one set of like me being at like 200 pounds. And I actually wish that I took more photos and also videos of myself because I want to take a look back throughout my journey and see like, wow, that actually used to be me. I'm actually proud of myself, right? To see how far I've come. So that's something I highly recommend is taking progress photos. Um, My best recommendation is like, if you feel like you're crunch on time or if you feel super discouraged that you're not seeing changes every single week, then just take it bi-weekly or even monthly, all right? Something is better than nothing. Number four, your strength in the gym. This one's a huge one. This is probably my favorite form of progress because I no longer associate like my worth or my progress based on how I look. I don't really care anymore. And before I was so fixated on like how I looked, how I looked, and I always wanted to be like as lean as possible. But now it's like, I want to feel strong. I want to feel confident. And how I build build confidence and how I feel strong is like by getting stronger in the gym. Like what's the point of like looking good if you can't do anything with that? You know what I mean? Like, yes, you might get a few more compliments, but I actually want to like provide value and like bring that, um, that value to the world. Like what if, um, my girlfriend, she needs like some heavy lifting. And what if like, yes, I look good, but is that going to be translated into like skills of like heavy lifting something like a piece of furniture to our condo or whatever. Right. So focus on your strength in the gym. That's uh, something that's also really underrated. So focus on those numbers, getting your strength up. Number five, 
it could be more endurance, more stamina. And I hear this a lot where like, if you're super overweight and this used to be happy, uh, this used to happen to me where I would walk up a flight of stairs. Like it wouldn't be much. It would only be like two to three flights of stairs. And by the time I get to the top, I'd be like super out of breath, like super out of breath. And I would feel embarrassed. I'm like, holy crap. Like I could barely walk up a flight of stairs without like not catching a breath. Like it was that bad. So once you work on yourself, like you start working out, you start fixing up your nutrition a little bit. You're going to feel more endurance. You're going to feel more stamina. And next, you know, you can walk up that flight of stairs with ease and not feel like, oh, I'm, I just ran like a half marathon, you know, like that's the worst place to be in where, you know, you're just doing a simple task as walking up the stairs and you're constantly out of breath, right? So if you get more endurance and more stamina, that's a sign that you're making progress in the right direction. So number six, number six, this one's also a huge one is how you close fit, you know, like. I feel like oftentimes we see the scale and it's not going down. We're like, oh, it's not making progress. But then we're fitting our clothes and we're like, oh, what the heck? Our clothes are getting a little bit looser. Our clothes are fitting nice and snug. Like whatever the case may be, it's a good sign that, holy crap, like obviously I didn't change my clothing size or anything, but I'm starting to feel a difference in the clothes that I'm already wearing. That's a sign that, you know, you're making progress. You're probably building muscle and losing fat at the same time. So that's a good sign. Number seven is better sleep because let's be honest, we all don't have like the optimal sleep. Like as much as I always say, you know, you should aim to like eight to nine hours of sleep every single day. Sometimes like sleep quality really sucks when my nutrition is off track or like if I'm not training correctly. So if you have like a proper routine where you could develop, where you actually enjoy the process. And on top of that, your sleep quality improves and you're getting more sleep that's going to be super beneficial. Like I've had so many benefits where like I could not fall asleep. And sometimes I want to go to sleep early, but I'm just laying there staring, staring at the ceiling for like five hours straight. But after like a good workout, it's like, wow, I'm completely exhausted, but in a good way, because now I'm actually able to get that quality sleep and I'm tiring out my body so that I can actually rest and recover. It's like, that's a great sign of progress. So that's something you should also focus on. Number eight, a better mindset. This one's also huge, by the way, because if you're at your heaviest weight, there's probably a high chance that you lack, you know, self-confidence, you lack self-esteem. You're probably negative all the time. You don't have the best mood, but after the process of like working on yourself, working on like a healthier lifestyle, you understand that, wow, this shift, like I'm actually working on myself. I'm doing something that my future self will thank me for. Like, I'm actually going to be in a better mood. I'm going to be more positive. I'm moving my life in the right direction. And next thing you know, that energy, like that vibe, that aura around you is going to translate into so many other uh, factors of your life. And all the people around you, they can start realizing that. Like I literally had a client yesterday. She came to me and she was like, her husband told her, Hey, what have you been taking? You know, what have you been doing? Like, you feel like you have so much energy and so much positivity, like what's going on, right? So that's something that is super underrated because people around you can notice that. People around you notice that you're making a difference, right? So that's something that's also super underrated is developing a better mindset. And that's something you should also focus on. Number nine, all right, number nine. So number nine is better stress management. So what does that mean? Better stress management. Let's be honest. We all have busy lives. We all have like 
a million things going on in our life right now where we're constantly stressed and we're overwhelmed and we're feeling anxious and we're like, holy crap, I don't know how I'm going to get all these things done. But working out in the morning, and this is from my personal experience, and I've seen this throughout all my clients as well. For those of you who like actually work in the morning and you set the tone for the day, you actually are more productive and more efficient and you feel like you can tackle anything that comes your way. Because now, now, again, (laughs) one of my clients, by the way, just, uh, message me on my live says you made a big difference. Thanks. I love it. So, um, again, when you set the tone for the day early on in the day, that's going to translate into other areas of your life. So now let's say you have a big assignment coming up, or let's say you spilled some coffee on your shirt or whatever. You're able to tackle that. You're like, yeah, you know what? It's actually not that big of a deal. You know, like I've been super productive today. I've been in such a good mood. I'm not going to let this one small thing like throw me off my game. And that's exactly where the point I got at. Like things could go south, but as long as I do my morning, morning routine, as long as I get my workout in, like I know that whatever comes my day, I can handle it. And that's the key factor that's helped me push through everything, right? So managing your stress really comes down to like finding like that gateway and that source. And for me, that's like working out. For me, that's like the gym. That's like my therapy because for a lot of you, it's like you avoid going to the gym because you feel like you have a million things going on right now. For me, it's the exact opposite. I need to go to the gym for the same reason that I have a million things going on. That's like my alone time. That's like my me time. That's the time for me to like work on myself. So once you start reframing that mindset and reframing that perspective, then that's when your life is actually going to change. And number 10, number 10, the last and one of the most important things that you need to be focusing on that's a non-scale factor is a better relationship with food. And this one's huge because oftentimes I feel like so many people have this like this piss poor relationship with food because they start viewing foods as like good versus bad and like unhealthy versus healthy and like junk versus clean. And what's that really doing? It's like, it's creating a negative relationship with that food because now you're viewing like, oh, food, I can't have this or I can't have this. This is healthy. I should eat this. But you have to understand that food is food. That's all it is. You can have all your foods, like a well-balanced, nutritious eating routine as a part of like a healthy lifestyle. And that's something all of you need to understand. So for me right now, I still have like my favorite foods in moderation. I can still have a burger. I can still have pizza. I can still have cookies, right? But a lot of you, if you came from like this history of like yo-yo dieting and like going on restrictive diets and like cutting out all your favorite foods, that's a really negative uh, place to be in. And you're only going to perpetually worsen your relationship with food. So once you enroll into a program that teaches you about balance, teaches you about portion control, moderation, etc., then this is where you can start actually working on your relationship with food. And this is actually going to create a healthier lifestyle, right? So there you have it. Those are the top 10 non-forms of progress that you need to be focusing on. That's not the scale, all right? If you're making any improvements in any of these 10 areas, then that's a freaking win. That's a freaking win that you have to be proud of. Stop looking at just the scale as your sole form of progress because the scale is just one form of progress. It's not the whole picture, all right? It doesn't paint everything. So again, if you got value from today's episode, I would love for you to screenshot this episode, post it to your story, and tag me at Bougian Fitness. Until next time, I'm signing off. Peace.
Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Vision Includes You. If you got value from today's episode, I would love for you to screenshot any episode, post it to your story, and tag me at Vision Fitness so that I know you're tuning in. I truly appreciate the support, and as always, I hope you have the best day ever, and I'll catch you on the next episode.